I'm Bobby. I'm Nathan. And this could be a podcast. I mean, it could be a podcast, but it would make my wife very disappointed. Have you run into people that don't view listening to a book? Like, like you, you don't gather the same amount of information as if you were to read it or they look, they look down upon look you down listening. Upon no, I, I don't guess that's like, what it is. Cause I couldn't, I've, and there's a number of people in my life where I'm like, Oh, I was listening to a book and you kind of just hear the, like, you can <sighs> hear the, um, no, um, I haven't had anybody say, I, I I've done it to myself mm-hmm. where like it, it took me a while to get used to the idea of listening to a book is being an acceptable thing it's it's not like watching a movie it's not like watching a movie and and it's not it's it does take a lot more um mental uh i don't know how you want to say it it takes a lot more mentally to create the world in front of you as compared to a movie it depends on the book for sure i mean whether it's fiction nonfiction, whether it's you know you know uh a fantasy world that you're creating for sure sure or that's being created for you in a book I that's not generally what I listen to slash read when I read a book. Yeah, I like I like more like historical based um, novels and stuff like that. So things that don't need that you don't need a world to create. Basically, yeah, I just yeah. need to understand the time and place and um, listen to it that way. But it, it's an interesting thing to me. Like if I can if I can listen to a book and then like mow the lawn or something like sure. that, I can multitask because a lot of the time I don't have time in the day to sit down and read a book. I mean, right, especially you know. Some of uh, you know, like Game of Thrones, like is a, a book. You know, that's a would, that's a that's a tough one. You're not going to sit down for you know 15 minutes and read Game of Thrones, and then put it down, and then just like oh, I'm going to go do right. my rest of my day. Right, right. And that was um, for me the hardest part of all of this has been my lack of um, not free time. I don't. I mean, but time where I could listen to podcasts. I mean, so like podcasts yeah. and, and books. Like that's what. For for me, setting up, you know, you know, as a video producer, and someone who does live sports, uh, I would literally be I'd go and spend like two hours by myself, mm-hmm. running cable, setting right. up cameras, and doing that by myself for for student workers to do it later in the evening, um, and that was generally my time that I would sit there and and I'd listen to podcasts as I'm pushing a cart across campus. Yeah. You know, that's when I'd be listening. And I found that I have my like free time of listening to audiobooks and podcasts has condensed so much. You know, right now I'm getting up, I'm going to work, and I'm coming home. Yeah. And when it's I'm the same. Yeah. and I'm you know, I'm sitting at my office, I'm not spending a lot of time sitting setting up larger productions. Uh, I just I I that's not a thing that I'm doing mm-hmm. <laughs> doing right now. So it's it's gone. That's gone down a lot. Also, my windshield time has decreased a lot. Yeah, you know, we we would go and we would take family like trips where hey, we're gonna go drive three hours to see some family. We're gonna go drive four hours to go see some family. Yeah, and I would listen to podcasts and books along the way. Yeah. Kids would be in the back watching a movie or whatever. My wife would be sleeping slash reading articles mm-hmm. and that was it. And I could sit there and I could listen to, if I'm listening to a, th- if I, three hours of listening time, that's four and a half hours 
uh, that I can really like make a big dent. And mm-hmm. my podcast list has like just become overrun. It's it's yeah. bad. I'm I'm the same way. Yeah, there's just less time in the day for many different reasons. But I always find though that like listening to something on like time and a half speed, I I don't. It's not that I can't pay attention to it or don't gather the information. It's just I don't enjoy feeling rushed listening to it. I don't enjoy the yeah. feeling of it. I, I like a long podcast. I like a podcast where I can like listen to it multiple times. Cause again, there was a time when, when this all started going on, it seemed like every podcast just switched to constant news updates, constant sure. information about sure. this. And I wanted an escapism from that. I wanted yeah. something to be like, I need to listen to something that doesn't talk about Corona or COVID for, you know, for <laughs> right. three hours. Right. Right. And so I ended up finding myself like with, not a ton of time like, for the same exact reasons yeah. to listen to a podcast, but I found myself not having the plethora of podcasts to choose from because right. it, it turned into something else. Whereas before, I mean, before there was more um, diversity in topics from podcast to podcast, yeah. you know, yeah. you, sometimes they're under the same umbrella, but like, you know, you can listen to Joe Rogan and it's chances sure. are, it's going to be completely different than if you listen to, you know, another podcast right. or whatever. But then all of a sudden one day it was like every podcast is about the same thing. And so having an escape from that was, it was hard to find. It was really listen yeah. to a lot of fantasy baseball and football podcasts. <laughs> right. uh, just they don't got a lot to say. Well, right I mean, now. they, it was interesting for production. Like they would come up with games and stuff like that. Like yeah. uh, debates about the same thing over and over again. But again, it was more of that release though. It was a release of, like oh, it's something to listen to, and and for for me, like I became so sucked into the news, and and most of my podcasts are mm-hmm. economics based. Like that's what I'm into. I don't know why, but I enjoy it. Yeah. Maybe it's just because it's the nuts and bolts, and the podcasts that I listen to do a, a pretty good job of, um, trying to like explain why you know things behind what's making the economy do whatever, mm-hmm. um. And it was so much more, and it was changing day to day. So I was like, man, I got to keep up on all of these. Because there'd be some times where I'd take a week off. But then there's other times, like the past few times I've gone on vacation. And I would be, you know, without my phone. Like I went to Jamaica in January. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got back on the plane and I listened to a week's worth of news. Yeah. And I was, but it's still ranging was, from topic to topic. And right, every, it's not right, all the same. Right. And like, cause again, I was a lot of my podcasts that I listen to are within that realm, you sure. know, within the current events, um, the economy and everything like that. Yeah. So it's, but again, it ranges, you know, we listen to different podcasts, but it's for different people. Bobby. We are different people. That's fine. But is it when it seemed like every podcast then at some point in time switched over and there was a time like, and right. it's rightfully right. so. It's the only thing going on, right? Right. It's it's consuming everyone's life. Yeah. So it is a, a major forefront, you know, thought process of everybody's life. Yeah. There was a time that it was like, okay, keep up. You know, here we go. Like, let's delve into this. Go to the trusted sources that I have and everything. But then it switched sometime sometime in late March, early April, where it was just like, all right, I'm done. I can't yeah. do this anymore. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And it's been much. It's been. My, um, it's been very freeing to sure. n- not have to not pay attention to what's going on and everything like that. Yeah. I, for me, the idea of like pulling up a book right now, 
pulling up and list, trying to listen to a 20 hour book right now just sounds impossible. Yeah. Like I, in two weeks I would not be able to get through a 20 hour book. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to happen. Listening or reading. Right. Well, I don't read. I don't read <laughs> that. Going back to what I'm saying though, like uh, with, with the distinctions between reading a book and listening to a book, right. like I can understand like if you're questioning if I can read or not, like <laughs> sure. that's that shouldn't be on the table because I can read, and I'm I am literate. <laughs> okay, I went to college. Okay, <laughs> I at least could pay somebody to read for me. Okay, so I don't know. It's it's one of those. It feels like a class system kind of thing going on, or if it's, it sure. feels like a a judgment that's going on where I'm like, but that's so arbitrary. If I'm listening to a book while I'm driving a while I'm driving a car, I mean that's. How is that any different than me sitting down and reading it? And I was kind of going through of like, you know, we've talked about music and stuff a lot. And like the closest thing I can get to it is like whether how I view a pop star versus a singer songwriter. Yeah. And the more like, yeah, you're this person over here that writes and records their own stuff is more of a musician than the person that just shows up and does it. But that was the closest I could get to it. And that's not even that great of a like an analogy. Sure. Sure. But. Do you find anything else in the in the world that you get? It's not different at all, but yet you're judged that it's different. Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe. Ugh. Like I remember. Here's one thing. Like, yeah, and on. just giving an example. Like I remember one time. Um, I I brought hams over to my parents' house to hams beer. Fabulous, right? economical beer. Economical so good. Beer. And my dad looked at me like I was trailer trash. Like, I mean, he's like, what the hell did you just bring over? Like, what? Hams? Oh, my God. And I'm like, have Ugh. I stepped into something? And the amount of people, like, walking through the store, it's happened to me on multiple occasions. Yes. Where some, you're walking through with, a you know, a 12-pack of, of hams, hams or whatever. Yeah. And someone's like, hams? Oh, I'm seeing right. All right. You know? Yeah. It's, it is, so I'm wondering how many people are judging me walking by like, oh, hams. Hams, hams is like... A fabulous beer. And I, I don't know what the hell's going on lately around the area where, like, I cannot get hams mm-hmm. at a good price. <laughs> because there was a, it was my go-to. I would go get a six-pack of some quality <clears throat> craft IPA, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, made from a small microbrewery that, you know, yeah. abs- you know wasn't a big boy. And then Double a 12-pack and then a 12 pack of hams. Yeah. And that and that's what I I mean for a long time, you know, they would both be like hams for a twelve pack was six bucks, and I'd be paying eight to nine for a six pack of. I'm wondering if it's caught up with them. I'm wondering if there's this world of people. I don't know, but it's it's another arbitrary it's, no, example. It's not, it's not there. That's the problem. It's not there. That's why I'm wondering if it's if so when the market doesn't buy it because there's a perception to it that sure. I was unaware of when I was like, oh, it just tastes good, and it's cheap. That's fun. It's and it, it's a fabulous beer for the price. Exactly. Especially when I was able to go to the gas station and get a 30 pack for $12. Yeah, it's just incredible value. That's like Oh, and this is not taste this is as far as a, a, a lager, mm-hmm. a American style lager, not a light lager, but a lager. No. Great. I love it. Yeah. And it's from the land of sky blue waters. Sky blue waters, sky which is Minnesota, you know. Oh, which we did. What we investigated that. Remember, we always Hold thought on, it, we always thought it was Wisconsin. No, it's not. I know it's no. Hams is from Hams is Wisconsin. No, it's, it's Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, you're just now you're just twisting it around. <laughs> you and I have talked about this before. You're confusing the listeners. No, well maybe. Born from the land of sky blue waters. Sky blue waters. But 
the the perception again. So going back to like hams, hams is a like, good beer what, at, the, what, at the end of the day, and it's at cheap. the end of the day. What? Who cares if you have a if if you think that it? Uh, I don't know if it makes me a lesser person. Yeah, you know, people like, think look down upon certain things. So if I listen to a book and I'm drinking a hams, I could piss off a number of people just by right. existing. Well, you're clearly not a good person. I'm clearly you're not cultured, lowbrow, and yeah, you uh, you don't have the mental fortitude to sit there and work through a book. You cannot use your eyeballs. You lazy pos. <laughs> okay, well, Jesus. Oh right, my god. I guess that's it. Is that it? Or I don't have time in the day to read a book. Right. I, I, I that's the my, convenience I, for me. It's the multitasking with, and again, I think podcasts. If we're looking at what podcasts kind of have to offer, a podcast can be a story. It can be uh, just a conversation, like we're yeah, having right now. Right. And we can learn things along the way. But I uh, learn a lot along the way, Bobby. A podcast, I know you do. <laughs> we both do. But a podcast is one of those. Hams is from Minnesota. It's not from. It's not from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. We just talked about this. Yeah, but. A podcast can be one of these things like, I mean, was it ever frowned upon to listen to a podcast? Oh, yeah. I, that's. Yes. Remember remember when Wikipedia, when you couldn't, it, I mean. You're not supposed to use Wikipedia as a source. No, no, no. But even when, like, if you were to say, I looked something up and I found this on Wikipedia, that was a time where you're like, oh, yeah, you found it on Wikipedia? Sure. Sure. Yeah. sure. Yeah. It, the, going to the sources is always the trick. but That's the trick. But I even think, I don't know. No, I mean, I bet you could get. Pa- I get, but it could be passable to quote Wikipedia. It's crazy. You know, the, th- the crazy thing about Wikipedia is that it's able to update itself so much. I mean, I don't know about you and monitor itself. Yeah, right. My, we had a set of encyclopedias, like that's what we had growing mm-hmm. up, and I remember on a multitude of occasions citing those. Wik- I mean, those encyclopedias. As my reference, written in 1978. Yeah, that's their copyright, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here and I'm using that in 2000 mm-hmm. as a reference because I don't have an option. I didn't have a computer at home, um, so me typing up my typewriter, my typewriter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's crazy. You know, the amount of information that's changed about Antarctica from <laughs> 1978 to 2000. I'm guessing nothing. Uh, what? Nothing, right? I'm I'm guessing there's something. I listened to a book about it, about Antarctica. Yeah, and how it hasn't changed since 1978. Oh, that's weird. Like <laughs> fucking Shackleton's child, Shackleton's children, returning to Antarctica. No. Do you ever read that book? No. Is that one about the cannibals? Uh, no. That's no. The, well, a, it's not a book. Well, <laughs> for starters. Okay. Uh, no. I don't know. Weren't cannibals. there cannibals? There's a cannibal. Uh, Expedition in Antarctica. There's a cannibal ex. Uh, y- yes. I thought there was a expedition. Maybe. Let's find out. You know, there's a cannibal. It's super weird. You want to talk about? You want to talk about somebody who thinks you're better? They're better than you. Talk about cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to eat somebody to survive. Fuck you! What a piece of shit you are. You should have just died in the fucking wilderness. You know. You think showing up with a case of hams is bad? Wait <laughs> try, until you try eating try, t- try telling people you ate somebody. Yeah, Franklin's doomed Arctic expedition. Yeah, this is the Smithsonian mag.com. Reputable source. Boom. I mean, we might not be able to read all the article. 
Uh, they monetize everything? Eating flesh. Then yeah. marrow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, this is 1845. I thought there was a, a more recent one. But hmm. 120, 129 men led by explorer Sir John Franklin left Great Britain. Oh, for the Canadian Arctic. So Not When it happens at a necessity, cannibalism happens in phases. God, what a great phrase that is. That's true. I mean, it would have to. Cannibal happen. happens in phases. I love that album. <laughs> that was a great album. Who was that? Was that Pearl Jam? Like the rougher stuff? Like the <laughs> earlier? B-sides. It's more raw. The rarities and B-sides. The rarity and B-sides. <clears throat> oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I just remember... I remember there was some expedition, and, it, and maybe it was a different... Uh, You're thinking about the movie Alive? No, I'm not thinking about the movie Alive. That took place in the Andes. Not Antarctica. But yeah, Totally I mean, different. Would you judge somebody if they had to... If they had to eat somebody? No. Yeah. I don't think so. Like, they, well, I say I judge. don't think they kill. Would I, First, feel, would I feel weird about it? Yeah. Would you feel weird to be in the room with, with them and talking with them? Um, yeah, because if I knew that somebody ate another human being, that would be a specter that would live over our relationship forever. What if you Unless, know? like, we had a really long night and we really talked it all the way out. And that's bullshit that he would have to, he because it's obviously a dude because that, that's the only person I make friends with. Um, <laughs> you know, that's a conversation. Like we'd have to have a long conversation. But what if you didn't know him beforehand? What if you just met him and like it came? It, you, oh, then just, you you met him. You, we met him. We hung out. We played pool for a couple hours. Yeah, and, and then, then it came up. It was then, like really dark. It was, came then, up really. Well, no, no. And then like somebody. Then he left, and then person came up. Bartender yeah. comes. Hey, I can't believe you played pool with that guy. Yeah. Uh, he ate a dude. Yeah. Um, yeah and then the next time we run into him, we're like, oh, hey, we oh, heard hey. this thing. Did you, did you eat did a you dude? Did you really eat a And then he gets really morose and just is very oh, sad. Jesus. He's like, I don't like talking about this. This is why I stopped coming to Nashville. <laughs> but this is, I mean, I would think if you, if you had to eat somebody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. First off, I think in all these situations, I don't think they're killing people to eat them. I think the people right. die and then it's out of necessity. Yeah. We're not like. I mean, generally, that would be different. I don't befriend people who've come from like remote tribes that eat people for their power <laughs> and energy, <laughs> their chakras. You guys got to hang out at different places. Oh, is that it? I mean, I mean, that's the problem with like these days. You don't be able to get out and just meet new people and exciting people who possibly eat people. Yeah. Just because of there's uh, a, I bet there's a lot of people that eat people you don't even know. I mean, it was something I was listening to. They like were talking they eat about their hangnails. Well, how many people? Like, how many people have killed somebody and then just never did it again? You got away with it. Oh, I mean, you know? I'm sure that here. I mean, that's the crazy thing is the amount of people. If you never talk about it, you can get away with yeah. murder. If you just like. Well, just the amount of somebody, unsolved murders. There has to be a good number of people. If you that kill somebody got away and, with it and shove it deep down inside you and never talk about it ever again. You probably get you away with it. You could probably get away with it. Yeah. That is the most crazy thing ever. So on the on the part of that, like what would be worse? How would you, how would I phrase this? I mean, what would be worse in your perception? Would it be uh, knowing that somebody ate somebody or not knowing that they killed somebody and they went their entire life and at the end when they died, someone comes along and tells you like, hey. Hey, they, by the way, by the way, that person actually killed somebody. He actually, and you're like, he killed he a dude. Killed, like, yeah, for sure, Brick he killed, killed a dude. A There's the body, and 
you know, we have all this information, some fictional yeah. situation, but you would find out. Well, but I, you've lived your entire life yeah. never knowing. No, what I would, what would be guy. worse in your situation? What would be harder to deal with? Not worse, I guess. What would be harder to deal with? Oh, man. Probably hard to deal with is the murderer. Because I couldn't That you were it. befriended with, right? Yeah, like we hung out. Yeah. We, hung, we hung out. He met my I, children. Like, he met my kids. We, we like talked... I mean, we had a really long, in-depth conversation about yeah. like what like the fourth-dimensional plane really is. <laughs> That's right. And uh, uh, and now I can't talk to him about it. Like, right. oh, so when you murdered that guy, where is the fourth-dimensional plane within all and that, how, or did it really reveal itself to you at that moment? And how close that person would get to like telling you at some point in time, like they're like, okay, I'm really close. With now Nathan, I can. By okay, the way, I'm gonna. Buy, and then the door opens, and then like, oh, not the right time. Crap. Jeez, I. But again, like you'd have to live with both, right? You'd have to, as the person, as the subjects that we're talking about, you'd have to live with having ate, eaten somebody and then live with the fact that you've murdered somebody. Because we're not talking about accidental murder. We're talking about premeditated murder. It's not for me. I guess I got to move on and shove this deep down. What's What's the most shocking thing that you've ever done that you would never want to tell me? Most shocking thing that I've done that you would never? (laughs) Oh, man. Almost tricked them there. Probably hanging out with Eddie Money. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's, it's a, not been murdering somebody. That's I mean, for sure. Oh, thank I'll take you. that off. The that table. that is off the table. I feel so much better <laughs> about me and myself and our relationship. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to kiss on the mouth yet, but we'll get there. Anyhow, so yeah, I, there's so many things that I mean, the idea of like willingly forfeiting information to people you're close with is so, so hard. And it's like, it's really, I wait. Mean, so being like forfeiting for, for, inf- for me, for, for me you. to forfeit information that I am embarrassed about oh, or okay. makes me feel negative about who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to tell you about a number of personal things um, that have happened to me or that I do on a regular basis mm-hmm. in your house. Um, but it, that's not something people do. You know, some the, people do it. Some oh. people do it. Some people don't care. Well, and then it's just not. It's not. No, really, no, no. I'm not really saying. Personal. I'm not saying you're wrong. Like, but I'm saying some people are. They're oversharers. Like they they tell oh. you things where you're like, I don't. I never needed to know that in my life. Right. And right. and they they like the reaction of telling people these out these crazy things. You know, like I like yeah. to jerk off potted plants or something like that. You know, it's like <laughs> it's. You're like, oh, I never need to know that, ever. I only do it to feel like a Hollywood executive. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a, power, it's a power thing for it's me. It's a power thing. It's uh, called potting, I believe. <laughs> but um, but I don't know. To like live with something like, I don't know, living with, I don't know, what, what would the emotion be? Because if you premeditated, maybe it would be regret that if you murdered somebody. Sure. Because I do think, if you look at the amount of unsolved murders that are, you know, the, on the record, Yes. There has to be people that got away with it. And that's, that's terrifying. There has to be a ton of people that have gotten away with it. So that means there has to be people that have tried it and like decided not to do it again or uh, then they didn't like it. Right. But I mean, can you ever come back from that? Can you ever like live a normal life? Be close to somebody. According to like all the movies I've seen about war and stuff. Once you take a man's life, it's uh, it's, but even you you can never go, you can never go back. But even that's different circumstances, right? You know, you, you're you're forced into wartime. You're forced oh, into sure. you know, your fight or flight is 
that was a great so okay so one of the one of the economics podcasts i listen to mm-hmm. uh, well it's economics slash uh a little bit culture news a little bit um but the main host is an economics guy gotcha make me smart is the name of it it's from uh, friends of the show yeah friends of the show kai rizdal mm-hmm. and he had an interview with uh norman lear Okay. Like, like yeah. he made, uh, yeah, made most all, of the TV all in shows. The family. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, big CBS executive. Yeah. Right. And at the end of each, like at the end of the podcast of each one, they have a, oh, here's somebody's answering our make me, make me smart question. You know, the question is, what did you think you knew, but you were proven that you're wrong or you found out that you were wrong? What's something that you had like a firm grasp in reality mm-hmm. and then poof one day and all went away. <laughs> and Norman Lears was, I thought I could never kill somebody. <laughs> that's what he said that's what, or like something similar to that uh-huh. and and the thing was he um he dropped bombs during world war ii gotcha. he was a bombardier and he, like i was in charge of just dropping hundreds of th- i mean not tens of thousands of bombs yeah. uh, pounds of bombs onto places mm-hmm. and i and i killed a bunch of people mm-hmm. and i didn't really think i could do it and but that was just a normal part of my day and and I've come to learn to live with that and accept that and like deal with that emotionally that yeah. I've killed people. Yeah. And and you think about it. And I mean, think, you like you you'd forget about it and yeah. then you'd remember it. Right. Because I mean, I think that's that's dealing with it. Dealing with it is forgetting about it. And then when you remember right. it, it's easier to accept process. It. Yeah. yeah process just like, it. yeah, just something, you know, here I am. Oh, I'm Norman Lear. Hey, you know, we're t- I think they were talking. Where? I don't remember what they were. T- they were talking about uh, the Netflix remake of uh, One Step at a Time or, or whatever it is. Step by Step? No. It's like One Step at a Time. I don't remember whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They made it with a Latino family for Netflix. Okay. Matter. Never watched it, ever. <clears throat> Anyhow, yeah, it was just like, jeez. Jeez. Well, a lot of guys. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people have. Right. Wouldn't put in that situation. I think it's, I don't know. You'd almost have to learn some way to get over it. Otherwise, you'd self-destruct. But the thing, but the thing also, I think, like, with being a bombardier or working out of a bomber is just, like... You don't know the total you're, numbers. You're so detached. You're yeah. just so, like... You know, as compared to, hey, I'm a dude in the trenches, and I think about every night before I go to sleep the guy I stabbed with my bayonet. Right. That's Every different. night. Yep. Yeah. That would be a different situation and much harder to right. get over. Yeah. Right. Even if you had severe hate, even if you like, you know, yeah, which of course everybody, let me, they're like trained <laughs> to do it. They're, I mean, they're trained to hate each other. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy thing. I mean, do you listen to hardcore history? Do you listen to that? I've guy? listened to a few. Yeah. A little bit. It's, I mean, I'd love to know that guy. I mean, as far as like podcast process, I'd like to know like how, how does that guy function? Like what's his process? Anyhow. But just talking about like that trained hate and, and also like it was crazy this last episode talking about World War Two at Pacific Theater mm-hmm. and how Japanese commanders would sit there to their subordinates and say, Okay, all right, now take this guy, rip him apart, string him up, yeah, pull his entrails out. Yeah. And they're like, I do not want to do this. I don't want to do this. Right. No, no, you got to do this right now. And like force them to commit atrocities onto bodies and like have them out for display. Right. And he's like, 
And after they're done, they're like, okay, now American soldiers are going to see the Japanese soldiers, what they've done, and they're going to come at with you with so much more hate and violence. They're going to be coming at you hard now because of what you just did. So you got to keep it out. You now you got to be extra vigilant, and you got to be watching out for the guys. Yeah, they're they're gonna get riled up, mm-hmm. and you got to match that intensity, or you're gonna get, or you're gonna get killed. You're gonna get killed. Yeah, and probably tortured <laughs> I mean, as far as <laughs> right. re- reciprocation and everything. But that was the huge storyline in uh, World War One and Two, right? I mean, as far as torturing of uh, prisoners and everything. Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as like, I remember I was hearing what it was. Uh, it was George W. It was yeah, it was George W. No, not George W. Uh, George H. W. Bush. Herbert Walker Bush. Yeah, Bush forty one going down with the uh, what were they called? The Flyboys. Any of the that information flyboys. in in World War? I want to say he was in World War One. I. I don't think he was. Okay. Well, no, that wouldn't make sense. No, he must have been in World War Two. Must, but I don't think he was in World War. He must have I been don't in think World he War was II. in any World Wars. Uh, yeah, he was in World. Yeah, I'm pretty really? sure he was in World War Two. Really? I think he was a. Fighter. I There's mean, he a, was a CIA operative yeah. in. It must have been World War like, timeline doesn't in the sixties. Yeah, he has a. I don't. There was a story I, I was hearing know, about man. him flying planes, um, and not wanting to go down in Japanese territory because of all the sure. the torture and everything that was going on, and so he. Anyway, I can't remember the story exactly, but. Um, yeah, it's. I mean. Yeah, hardcore history. I'd love to know how that guy. Yeah, his dangerous role in World War Two. Navy well, I'll be. I'll be. There's even pictures. Something about his plane going down. Everyone else on the plane had ejected, and he had he was taking it down. He landed in water. Here uh, it is. So he on. landed in the water. He could see the Japanese boat start to come towards him, and then oof. Um, so he's just sitting there like freaking the fuck out, and a. Uh, American submarine comes up from underneath the water and right in front t- of him or something. T- yeah. Right in front oh, of him. Geez. Takes him on. Then they torpedo the Japanese ships, take him down. Holy shit. Then there he's like, Hey, they're like, my co-pilots are on this Island over here. They, they yeah. parachuted and everything. So they went back and got them. Crazy story. Crazy. It's, <sighs> but again, the fear of not only just going down in a plane, but then also hearing all the, uh, Stories about what's been happening to no, no guys people. are just getting ripped apart. It's just I'd rather die. I'm rather. trying to remember. What, he was talking about the the Dan Dan Carlin yeah. uh, from Hardcore Dan History, Carlin, yeah. um, talking about how like they had to relearn like America and the and the Allies having to relearn about Japanese like cult not culture but like their intensity as far as like them mess like ripping guys apart mm-hmm. like the Ho Chi Minh trail and stuff like that. How a lot of those guys didn't get out and just like a small amount of people who faced down Japanese people and Japanese soldiers and got ripped apart and saw dudes just getting gutted and slain and, and yeah. heads beheaded and all of that stuff who saw it, but then were killed later. And the information about how the intensity of the Japanese soldier was so different from the American soldier and the Allied soldier. Well, going back to World War One, though, there was 
they found out with American soldiers, though, that a lot of them were having a hard time actually like pulling the trigger, like right. shooting people, shooting somebody. Or, and so like that's shooting over their heads. Yeah. Shooting over their heads because it wasn't in, it wasn't ingrained or, you know, it wasn't it. It was something that felt very foreign. So that right. was part of the the theory is, is that that's part of the reason why uh, gun violence started being portrayed more in movies and everything at that time is the way to get people oh, yeah. familiarized with it, make it cool, make it uh, make it a little more uh, re- not relatable, but. They they've seen it before. It's in yeah, there, you know. You've seen it's, it. You've seen a guy get ripped apart by a machine gun. No, so but you've seen a guy get shot, right? So right. it's a little easier. Maybe it's easier for you to pull the trigger. Maybe it's not easier for you to deal with the ramifications of that, but to pull the actual trigger because right. they were having problems with people not being able to pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean, dehumanizing your enemy is a huge part of training. That is a big thing. You know, that's why you, I mean, you talk, I mean. Well, it'd be considered a weakness if you did humanize them. Right. I mean, I mean a, a weakness to your safety. You know, and talking about using derogatory terms for them. They're yeah. dogs. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, they're pigs. Mm-hmm. They're not real people. It's okay if you kill them because they're not, they're not real people. Yeah. So that's a whole thing. And that's, and that's the crazy thing about warfare. And I don't, I mean, and so. I don't like violence. And I'm oh, not afraid don't? to say it. <laughs> I don't like it. Everybody market right now. Bobby yeah. is against killing people. <laughs> okay. This I just, is gonna I just be, don't want to get canceled. This is going to be exhibit A <laughs> in your murder trial. Yeah. He said it's, it right he there. Said, he it's, said it right there. He is against killing people. And he said earlier in the podcast, he didn't murder anybody. So <laughs> I love I'm my sorry. wife. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this case should be thrown out. So do I, you have a favorite cereal? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite cereal? Yeah, you favorite cereal? yeah we're going to go hard. Make a hard, hard <laughs> turn. turn. Uh, yeah. What? What's your favorite cereal? Okay. Do you want me to say it like real fast or do you want me to just take my time with it? No, take your time. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, Co- uh, Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles is Interesting choice. the absolute best cereal out there Um, as far as really taking the milk and enriching the milk mm-hmm. with flavor, it's it's all about Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah. Um, people might say Fruity Pebbles. No, because I think the fruity flavor is, it's uh, it, it seems unnatural. It's it's, it's 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 not a, it, you know, I, you know, have I ate a now, lot Cocoa of rock Pebbles, cocoa? Yeah. Cocoa Pebbles are the chocolate version of Fruity Pebbles because I was thinking Cocoa Puffs when you initially yeah. said it. Cocoa Puffs, no. I don't think no. I'm so Cocoa, Cocoa, Cocoa Puffs. Pebbles. Okay. Cocoa Pebbles, as far as like the chocolatey extract per per volume, mm-hmm. is so much more. Would you ever put chocolate milk on uh, Cocoa, Puffs, Cocoa Pebbles? Sorry. Absolutely not. No? Totally unnecessary. Really? Oh. Absolutely unnecessary. And also, there's there's a sweet spot as far as saturation of milk into the cocoa pebbles before you start eating them yeah. you got to give it you got to give it a get you want to get give it a minute no <laughs> really with cocoa pebbles cocoa, I, I always thought you'd just dig right in no you want to give it a minute i don't like the sogginess of a cocoa Not pebble. A, it, well that's the thing it's it's a mixture you want that you want you that want, slight crunch and you slight, want that slight crunch you want the crunchy edges you want this kind of softer so you have like a 45 second window to eat this soft to start eat to start eating it and enjoy it no 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 of what what actual amount of time do you think you have to Eat this enjoyably Fully. under like optimal circumstances. Start to finish, you should in- consume an entire bowl of cocoa pebbles within. Uh, I I hazard to guess because having never put a timer to myself, 
if I'm going to guess, I mean, I've got a pretty good metronome in my brain. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I'd say four to five minutes. You should be what? No, you need that's ridiculous. What do you mean? Those are going to be way too soggy by the time 45 minutes rolls around. Hold on. We're saying start to finish, right? No, no, no. I'm saying you you've poured your cocoa pebbles. You've put your milk on there. Now you're waiting. You're oh, giving it a minute. I'm giving, you're it, giving a minute. it the minute. When I All say right, minute. now it's optimal. It's you're like, okay, now I've determined here's the optimal time. Yeah. Before it gets too soggy to eat, how much time is that? Oh, two minutes, three. Wow. I still think that's too well, long. Well, no, I mean, no, as far as like I'm consuming, I'm starting my consumption at a minute in. Yeah, I'm I'm saying but like And then that, I've got and then I've got two minutes because there's still enough. And maybe are you going? Maybe you're eating your cocoa pebbles wrong. Uh, yeah, are you just sitting there, just fan. constantly churning it up, just mixing it? No, you can, well, you're gonna have your you're gonna have your top layer floating on top, which are gonna still be consistently crunchy, and then you're gonna have your what your saturated level mm-hmm. underneath that. And for me, I don't like the saturated, so I'm eating right away. So that's yeah. that's the whole different. That's why I'm not comparing how we eat cocoa pebbles. Sure, but sure. I because I, I don't like it when it gets soggy, but it's. I, I do like cocoa pebbles better than fruit uh, fruity, fruity pebbles. pebbles. Yeah, mainly because it's chocolate over a mixture of <sighs> yeah, it's just fruit. assorted fruits that I can't really distinguish. Well, listen, there's probably I, I say there's no difference in taste between you know we were talking about wives and color like earlier tonight. Our wives like color affecting how we taste things, mm-hmm. right? You know how much taste difference is there between you know, the notes yeah. of a fruity pebble? There's none. There's none. The same thing with Fruit Loops. There's no flavor difference Correct. between the Fruit Loops. No. But I'm telling you what, that uh, pink Fruit Loops is going to taste different from the green Fruit Loop. I'm just letting Individually? you Individually? Yeah. Sure. And yeah. that's just your brain. But again, you're not, that's not the desired consumption or yeah. the, you know, the way you're supposed to consume cereal. Yeah, the I mean, atrocities can, of the Japanese soldiers. And, <laughs> oh, what, what is, what's your favorite? Do you, uh, have, do you have one? I'm a life cinnamon guy. I'm a life cinnamon guy, and Fuck it's going to be ironic because I like life cinnamon when it gets super soggy. Fuck off! I know, right? I don't. I don't know. I mean, cinnamon toast crunch. I got your back. It, it, and that's what most people do. They go like, "Oh, what about cinnamon toast crunch?" It's like, no. Life cinnamon. I think it's. I mean, life. Life and start to finish is just bland garbage. Life cinnamon, and I would say golden grams is right behind there. I would say cinnamon toast crunch is one of the most overrated. Uh, cereals out there It's the reason oh. It's the equivalent is Like the reason why the people That people don't like the Eagles Because the Big Lebowski said it I think the reason why people like Cinnamon Toast Crunch Is because someone at one point in time Said it and then that's just what That's what everyone's going to no. say uh, um, Cinnamon, Cinnamon Toast, Toast Crunch, Crunch is, is not a very good cereal It's great and no. it is Give me Golden Grams or Life Cinnamon Any day of the week C- Cinnamon Toast Crunch I'm going to say 100% Should be consumed quicker that should be a little bit more of a a uh, drier con- consumption hmm. compared to uh, uh, Golden Grams. Golden Grams is an excellent soggy cereal. It's a great soggy cereal. Here, here's the deal. I'm gonna fuck. It. I'm gonna fuck your brain up. Try. As a child, mm-hmm. my cereal of choice was half a package of graham crackers. A half a package of graham crackers. Just, just take, graham crackers. take graham crackers and just break them up mm-hmm. and pour milk over them. Okay, is that technically a cereal? I don't know. I hated a cereal. I, 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 I that was like my favorite. What's cereal. the definition of a cereal? How about that? Let's 
Well, cereal because comes from a grain. It's a gr- all grain. But it, what you're describing like, so, to me so would wheat, technically be a cereal. Wheat, barley, um, wheat, barley. I'm not going to trust your 1978 <laughs> <laughs> encyclopedia. encyclopedia knowledge. Uh, are all cere- wheat, barley, and uh, what's another? Rice is another. I mean, they're all cereals. It's a very loose definition here. I'm going to see if I can find some. Any plant of grass family yielding an edible grain. I forgot rye. rye. Oats, rice, or corn. The grain itself. So some edible some edible preparation of it, especially a breakfast food. Yeah. That's a really loose-ass definition of cereal. Yeah. Cere- of which case, uh, your graham crackers <laughs> are totally <laughs> Totally. Cereal. Absolutely. That's, yeah. But that's... that's so oatmeal is a cereal. Uh, yeah, technically, yeah. Did we but talk oatmeal is oatmeal. Did we talk about this? Was on that, the podcast hold on, or what was the porridge? I? What was the thing we were talking about? Porridge. What the fuck is porridge? Was that you and me? No. Who is that? But porridge is a form of oats, right? Or a form of oatmeal. Like oatmeal. Like, oatmeal is a porridge, but porridge is not an like an oatmeal. It's porridge is any kind of hot cereal dish. It's really blowing my mind, actually, because now technically anything can be cereal. I mean, right. How right. is... Is hot creamed corn cereal? Right. I was just going to um, say is... Um, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Corn's a cereal. Yeah. And that's... Is, it, how is rice with... I mean... I mean, rice. I mean, rice is a, a fairly one. common cereal base. But rice itself, though. Like, like right, steamed like rice. Puffed rice. <laughs> But it doesn't say anything about the preparation of it. It says some edible preparation of it. So yeah, me preparing steamed cer- rice is technically cereal. It's technically a cereal. Sure. You big fan of uh, cer- uh, rice with cinnamon sugar? Is that a thing you fuck with? I've had that before. That's kind of like a rice pudding, right? Yeah. That, I mean, not well, not real because it's not creamy. I mean, no, no, I no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I've never had just cinnamon uh, sugar on that rice was like before. that, but was, that, flavor that is, was a dessert that was a dessert for us was it in, in at school really <laughs> at school it was like yeah here's here's rice or maybe it was just a side dish maybe it was just a side dish hey we was have it to, just dry we rice to, well yeah like steamed rice steamed rice steamed rice with cinnamon sugar on top wow and it was fine well i know the flavors of from a rice pudding yeah the, the flavors are there it's less creamy I don't like but rice pudding I don't like rice, but sure. You know what? You know what I hate more than rice pudding? Violence? Bread, bread, <laughs> bread pudding. Oh. Then violence. <laughs> okay. Well, things I want to eradicate from this earth. <laughs> if I had three wishes, in this order. Uh, in this order. <laughs> bread put rice put bread pudding rice pudding. Violence. Violence. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never want to, you know. Get rid of like something altogether, right? So you never want to, because there's always ironic, right. uh, yeah, implications. There's, that a, there's that. a reason, yeah. There's a reason violence exists, yeah, and it's because of bread pudding, yeah. And there's violence that's you know necessary, so yeah, to stop people from serving bread pudding. Bread pudding, I don't get it. It's very dense. I'm not a big dessert guy. Are you a dessert guy at all? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, sometimes dessert, like today for lunch, was a bowl of cocoa pebbles do you have a dessert at every meal i mean outside of i mean lunch no, and dinner, not, do you not, have a dessert? not every meal i feel like more more lunch for me like you lunch lunch is for me you know <laughs> lunch is for the lunch boys is, lunch is for me it's for me like because generally i'm not 
I'm not. Ser- I'm not cooking and serving and considering other people. And that's fine. It's not like you have kids or anything. I mean, no. I this, love my wife. This makes me interested in what, <laughs> what? a dessert. Uh, oh, I put E there. Um, I meant to do this. What is the dessert definition? Because. Is a dessert tied solely to dinner? Is it? I mean, we know like in the country, you know, there's there's supper because dinner is lunch Mm -hmm. in the country, and supper is dinner. Hundred percent correct. So something my wife still does not understand. What does she she understand about it? Oh, just no. Dinner is dinner. End of a meal. Lunch is lunch. Supper supper is the weird thing that she does not like fully comprehend, or at least I think. Does she understand brunch? Yeah, she understands brunch. Okay. That's a combination of lunch. So what do you eat? I mean, lunch just doesn't exist in the country on a farm. Uh, um, yeah. Sh- sh- well, it's usually just the Totino's now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's still dinner, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. As far as yeah. what you call it. I mean, that's from um, my understanding of you know, so, going so to my for, grandparents' for, farm. For us, me growing up as a child, dinner was usually reserved for... Sunday, like Sunday after church, we would have dinner. You wouldn't have supper. Well, no. Well, did you guys do the the dinner supper, or did you guys go lunch dinner, and dinner? Dinner uh, depends on the day. Like dinner is like a prepared meal mm-hmm. over lunch. Over lunch, it's uh, I don't know. Over over the noon hour, dinner. Like if you prepared a meal, as compared to whatever you threw together. Whatever you threw together, that's lunch. Like, if I'm just throwing something together, like a sandwich, that's lunch. Okay. That's not dinner. First definition is the principal meal of a day. Oh, yeah. And then uh, a formal feast or banquet. So. Sure. The food prepared for dinner. Can we go and th- throw now, supper in there? That's now nice. we're going to get to the bottom of this. Supper is the, is the evening meal. Supper is evening meal. That's just. I would I would agree with that. A, a usually light meal. One, one taken, taken in, in the, the middle, middle of, the of the day. The food prepared for lunch, though. So it's still prepared food. Oh, no, hold on. L- that, that's a fun... I love that. A food that's prepared for lunch. lunch for a lunch. I ate lunch. You, I you, ate a lunch. Yeah, you had a lunch. Yeah, and that was food prepared for lunch. Right, but you wouldn't have a dinner. Yeah. Would you? Oh, you would You'd have dinner. dinner. I'd have a dinner. We had a great dinner the other night. So that, but that Bobby would make Katie sense. Came over. Um, but that would mean lunch is something like you take a lunch to school. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. We'd take a lunch. You want to take a lunch? You take lunch. I, I never took lunch. Generally, I wouldn't. I always got school lunch. Yeah. Do you take a lunch? No. I mean, very rarely I would take my ET lunchbox and. It's not, lunch. it's, it's not a dinner. It's not a dinner box. It's a lunchbox. Uh, a light evening meal when dinner is taken at midday. Interesting. That is the definition of supper. Wow. A light meal eaten before going to bed. So it's not a big meal by definition. Well, yeah. What so, do you want for supper? Huh? That's interesting. Because What's the it, etymology of supper. Can we take a gander at that? Is there that? Is that on the uh, dictionary? Let's just type it in. I'm curious. Because that's, uh, well, what's the etymology of dinner while we're at it? I mean, uh, that's the the last meal of the day. Come from the 
old French word sopor, meaning evening, evening meal. meal. Yeah. That. Interesting. Interesting. Formerly, yeah, the last three meals of the day, breakfast, dinner, and supper, now apply to the last substantial meal of the day when dinner is taken in the middle of the day. When is yes? Yeah, din- so when did dinner take over? When did dinner take over? Just beat the shit out of lunch. God, I love that. I love that book. <laughs> when did dinner take over? Yeah. That's a good book. <laughs> That's a good book. It's a good book. Was that Paul Reiser that wrote that one? Uh, oh, no. no. Oh, no. I don't. Do you find Paul Reiser funny? Uh, I mean, no, but. I remember I watched a lot of Mad About You as a child. For yeah, some I reason. remember you mentioning that. Yeah. And then not getting. There's weird shows. I just, I mean, I was raised by television, so. I mean, it's, just, it's there. It was on. It's must-see TV. And there's nothing else. NBC told me this is must-see TV. Right. You, the NBC General Electric told me I need to watch Mad About You. And that's what I'm doing. Even I if don't, I don't care what the hell's going on. <laughs> uh, no. So it says here, though, supper is usually a less formal meal than late dinner. Is that why country folk eat it? But usually my my growing up, when yeah. I go to my grandparents over the summer and go to their farm, yeah. that's where I first found out about dinner supper. and supper. Yeah. But supper was always the bigger meal. It was always the one where... A supper, yeah. Uh, it um, was the feast. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll And dinner that. was... I mean, dinner was prepared still. Yeah. It was, it was more free range, if you will. Okay. See, that's lunch. I mean, yeah. For I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. a country lunch being dinner. Yeah. That's what. That's. Did you come home for dinner? Yeah. I remember having this conversation like in high school and just like being, oh yeah, it's it's very weird. Supper is a very weird term. It Mm -hmm. really is. Well, now we know it's a light evening meal. It comes from the old French word super. 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 I don't know. I mean, I do know it's right I mean, there. Yeah, it's right there. You just don't know how to speak old French. No. Super. Uh, no, I'll make a note of that in your personal file. Yeah. I still didn't murder a guy. Body Anybody against murder doesn't know how to speak old French. No. Yet. Updated. You know, for your next performance review. Oh, for the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, listen. Are we we got to keep track of this stuff because I need to know a whether you've eaten a guy or <laughs> or for violence or we never answered the eating the guy part so I mean I mean I'll leave that uh, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna pray on that <laughs> just pray on that yeah you know do you pray on things a lot no I don't either I eat pray and love a lot but yeah no <laughs> uh, I like. The, what's the word I u- like to use? I like to use the phrase, I'm going to uh, not meditate. I'm going to chew on that. I need to like chew on that. digest that. I need to, what's the, not, what's the other word for like using my mandible to consume things? There's a, uh, let me uh, digest. Digest, digest. There's another word for digest that I'm, I'm circling around and I can't think of it right now. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I do. I like to, and half the time, here's the deal. If I can think on something, and I'm like, I'm going to come back to that. I'm gonna, let, me, let me circle back. Let me think about this, what you're saying, what you're asking me. Mm-hmm. If it actually means something, uh, then I'll think about it. Like, it'll, it will literally come back in thought to me. If it doesn't matter, <laughs> if it doesn't matter at all, mm-hmm. Uh, it's gone forever and I'm not going to fucking, but how many times in a day do you hear something where you completely forget about like you, you were told something in passing 
Um, Even you were told something like paying attention and you just forgot about it. Does that happen? Uh, a little bit. And that's why I like, like at work and stuff, I got to tell people like, email me this, please. I mean, yeah. just, and also, Hey, if I don't like get back, if I told you I'm going to think about something and it's important enough, like mm-hmm. go ahead and email what, me about what's it. What's your later. email etiquette? Like how quickly, what, how quickly do you think I'm horrible. You're horrible at it. I'm horrible. Like you send me an email. I'm going to read that email almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Whether you reply to Whether me. Whether I reply to it, that's the problem. That's, hmm. And that makes me a dick. And I know. I, I what know. Is, hold on. Well, let's find out. What's the proper email etiquette to reply? I, I know. Well, like, when hey, I'm asking you a pointed question. It's not frivolous. It's involving work. It's this or that. And I just don't reply to you. That's a bad, I mean, that's bad. And that's something that I should, I, you know, I should work on a little bit more. I haven't done a good job of it, but I'm really good about apologizing. You know, <laughs> hey. Get that down. But listen, you, you, if you send me back, uh, if you come back at me in a week later with it, yeah, I'll, yeah. Hey, sorry about that. Here's an actual, here's actually what you're looking for. It took me a day to fix it, but. It says reply to your emails, even if the email wasn't intended for you. Okay. So they must be talking about like being CC'd on an Hey, email. I don't think you're looking, I think you're, hey, I'm really busy, but I don't think this is meant, you know. I want to know like how many days is it rude? You know, like there's, there's things for replying to an invitation to a party and everything. If anybody thinks that I'm rude for not replying to their email right away, I'm sorry. If you think I'm rude for not replying to your email Here's after nine, uh, but I mean, after five, but before 9am the next day, I think it's understood hospital. within business hours. Uh, you'd think so, but respond okay so this is a seven un, 17 unwritten email etiquette rules no one ever taught you this is what i'm getting at here respond okay. the minute you get an email even if you need more time i don't agree with that absolutely not that's gonna get you in trouble absolutely not use reply all with caution oh, absolutely absolutely agree with it a million percent if you want a response from somebody or someone don't cc them mm, i don't i don't uh, think so well, I, if I'm CC'd on something, then I just need to know. I just need to see it. It's not for me. I'm not looking at it as I need to respond to something. Listen, unless they're giving me a directive. Unless they're giving in, directive in yeah. the email. I, get, I, I use. But why would I not just be on the email? I use the I use the CC as I need to loop this in. I need to loop somebody else into. This doesn't just pertain to me. This pertains to this other person as well. Let's go ahead and bring them in. But I, without also, giving them directive, you don't also, need to hear back I, from them. Ready for this? I. Do not distinguish between the actual address and the CC. I those two things might as well be the same fucking thing. That's the thing about directive, though. If I send you an email, and I and I'm giving you directive, or I need something from you in the actual body of the email, then I, why did I just include you on the actual email itself? If, right. if I don't need anything from you, but you just need to see the information, then I could just CC you on it and then accomplish it. Sure. But then we go down to number four of. <laughs> Uh, these unwritten rules of email to understand when and when not to use BCC. I never. And you never do. I never. And it says here, 
I, I find this interesting. So it's uh, when is it okay to use uh, BCC? A uh, Hillel Fold of Inc. Magazine says it's strictly for mass emails or when someone introduces you via email to someone else. Sure. Which I've never done, but I can see. Okay. Yeah. Here's the follow up. <laughs> in every other case, when you email someone and BCC someone else, you're being dishonest, like it or not. I'm 100% correct. You're right. I mean, you know what? Here's the deal. Well, he's it, 100% correct. Instead of, right. Okay. You instead, didn't say that, instead of instead of BCCing somebody, I'm going to go and sit there and have a conversation. Hey, by the way, this is what was said to me. Here's the email if you want to look at it. Or maybe I'll even fucking just forward you the email later. Yeah. I don't need, why would, like, what's the, what's BCC even? I don't think I've ever BCC'd anybody. Insane. Yeah. Fucking insane. Use exclamation marks sparingly. I, I think everyone needs to do that. <sighs> uh, no, I think the, the, the problem is that exclam like, like, Text messaging and like just speaking through text. If you do not use exclamation points in a certain ratio, you sound like a dick. Uh, really? Hey, how you doing? That's like it's got to be the like, hey, hi. It's got to be like hey. in text only. You're talking yes, about in text only. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't subscribe to that. I I literally had the conversation with myself today in my head as I played. <laughs> hey, that sounds great. Great to hear. Mm-hmm. Great to hear. Needs to have an exclamation. I think point. it's. I think one exclamation point on that. Great yes. to hear. Yes. Is oh no. no 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 no. It's not even acceptable. It's not. Oh yeah. Unless it's unless it's we just great like, to hear. No, unless Great it's like, hear, hey, by period. the way, just an up-to-date update. Our newborn child is safe and sound and, you know, everyone's safe and happy. No. Great to hear, exclamation point. Um, made it back from the grocery store? No. Great. Sounds good. Also, Great to hear. Hey, Thank the, you. Great. I mean, great Great to hear, exclamation I mean, uh-huh. made it back from the grocery store. There's no punctuation. There's no punctuation. But you're not a dick for the lack of punctuation on that. Lack of punctuation. But if it's made it back from the grocery store, period. That sounds like that's a dick. subtext. <laughs> that's subtext. I'm a dick. Made well, it back from the grocery store. What about dot dot dot? Not in, in that context, in but in like yeah, yeah. Forget. Made a, it back from the grocery store. I think a dot 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 is always well. It a depends dick on move. your relationship with the person if you want to have sex. Made it back from the grocery store. <laughs> I've never gotten the implication there's, there's, that it's a sex. There's, but a, I certain also didn't... Ca- there's a certain caginess. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You're being gotcha. sly. You're. Uh, and the number of dots actually have something to do with it, I think. I'm well. a big fan of five. That's an implication, I believe. Also, exclamation marks need to be used in an odd number as well. So it's one, it's three, it's five. That's. Is this a, just a you rule? Yeah, that's a me rule. One exclamation point is, hey, sure, I'm putting a positive sign on this. Hmm. Three exclamation points is, I am genuinely excited about this. Five is I'm being facetious. Two and two and four exclamation points. You, they look they look odd. They just they're not supposed to be there. Gotcha. That's uh, the that's that's my. You, you can have that. You can have that. I get that's I get fine. that one. Yeah. How do you spell good when you text? Good. Just G O D. I'm not. Oh, so you spell it out. Yeah. You don't you run across people that spell it G U D. Uh no. Do you run? I mean, do you run across? Do any of your kids spell? Things ridiculously in text? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. So they spell it out? I mean. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. For the most well, part. thank you. Maybe some BT dubs, you know. That that I don't mind so much. Let's just go through all the text messages between me and my 15-year-old son real quick. 
real quick. It's real. Listeners are gonna love this. Um, I don't like. Um, was the last thing? We are gonna eat dinner dinner soon. Interesting dinner. Uh, can you come and get me after that? Like no punctuation. No punctuation. Uh, let's see here. Mm. Hmm. What time's the party? Well, he he just put one instead of one semicolon zero zero. That's totally fine. Uh, yeah, this is uh, for the most part. I've seen complete worse. sentences, and that's about it. Like when he says thirteen dollars, would I use a dollar symbol instead of spelling out dollars? Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I would do that. I'm a big fan of speech to text as well. Like, I I'm not. I hate it, but I also hate how. Simple words have been even more simplified. Just, I'm sorry, but good GUD is that's dumb. Is it that much quicker? I I don't, I don't I understand. Don't, I don't I don't agree with that. And here we go back to our judging people on what they do. Uh yeah, I mean BT, BTW. I'll I'll use. I like that. Yeah. And BT. I think it gets. I I don't like having to look it up. I I, I mean. You got to look up what BTW no, no, means? No, 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 no. When something new comes out and you're like, okay, what is... You know, I remember I did it with uh, IRL. It was, uh, oh, yeah? It's like, what the, what the fuck are we... What are we ASL? <laughs> What's AS... Uh, What's ASL? What's ASL? Age, sex, location. Oh, really? Yeah, that was, a, that was an old Ooh, chat room. That was an old chat room thing. Interesting. You know, that was the... Hey, just sitting there in a chat just, room. Just so I don't get arrested ASL. here. ASL. ASL. And or maybe the other person on the other end. Yeah. <laughs> Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. I never got that. I mean, did you go in a lot of chat rooms? Did you go in a lot of chat rooms? Yeah, I'd go to chat rooms. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember when we got the AOL discs and everything like that. I'd go into chat rooms and everything. And um We do you ever have a did you ever have a uh, a chat room girlfriend? Not a uh, I remember I had a chat room girlfriend. Not a girlfriend per se. I mean there was And a, this is back in you're looking at like nineteen ninety Seven, eight. In 2001, 11-year-old. When I was a freshman, I ended up having a long conversation, and we took it over to MSN, mm-hmm. and having like, and I would we would sit there and chat. Uh, she was over in Champaign, uh, University of Illinois. Yeah, and in, in Champaign, and I remember sitting there just. I think you had a chat room girlfriend. I mean, she wasn't a girlfriend, but I enjoyed talking with her and it wasn't like that much. I mean, honestly, it was probably like, I mean, maybe a month or two. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. the same here. Like, first off, mine was probably a 40 year old man like surfing the Internet. But sure. um, I was 11. I didn't know any better. Some of you're a girl. I'm going to believe you. Sure. You know, yours probably was, too. I I hate to burst your bubble, but I remember having like, man, did you ever see a picture? No, but, I mean, listen, dude. listen, this is back in 2001. Yeah. The idea of Pre taking or post 9-11, the idea, uh, uh well, it's probably, a, um, this would have been, maybe it was closer to 2002. Okay. Post nine eleven. Well, cause I moved, I moved roommates. I moved down because the of nine eleven. Yes. Really? No, <laughs> uh, no. Like my, so my freshman roommate, um, Maybe he was fine. Like we were fine. I got a real problem with getting along with most people. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm a friendly, amicable guy, and I get. Yeah, a, I don't know. Yeah, and that's a. Oh well, fuck you. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, I get I get along with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. 
And then just like out of nowhere, my roommate was like, hey, um, I think I want to switch my roommates with the guy down the hall. Uh, and I, and so I knew, don't get along with everybody. And, and I and I knew and I knew those. I knew the two guys down the hall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got along with the other the, the other guy who I'd be living with. Hey, I think I'd just be better fit, you know, if we both, you know, just switched rooms. And that was like October. So we spent like two, like I spent two months with one dude and then spent the rest of the year with another guy. But however, it was after 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Times are different. Times are, I mean, because yeah. like my 9-11 story is waking up that first dude. <laughs> <laughs> Probably didn't rub him the right way. Did I ever tell you my 9-11 story? There was a, no. Oh, I love it. As far as like. As far as like when you. As far as like 9-11 stories go, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it's pretty good. We'll find out. Okay. Hey, right. I was com- in New York. Write a comment. I was on. I was in New York. No. Um, we were. I had an so freshman year, of, freshman year of college, and I had, get this, a news analysis class. Okay. At eight a.m. Uh-huh. On Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, okay. And. Uh, so show up to class, you know, my standard five to 10 minutes late mm-hmm. <laughs> and we got a TV just in the classroom on just on. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and he's like, Hey, Hey, way to show up. Hey, we've got some guy crashed his plane into the trade center, world trade center. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. Waking up, you know, and sitting there talking about, you know, what we're doing with, you know, how the production going, how is this going through? And he's like, Hey, pay attention. This is probably going to be because every week I had to find an article and write a two page paper about like analyzing the news Okay. of, he's like, eh, so when you get your news analysis papers, uh, this is going to be your news analysis articles. You're going to be seeing a lot of this stuff probably. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then I'm sitting there, I'm watching and I see, I see the fireball from the second planet. The CNN, the CNN helicopter was focusing on the first tower or mm-hmm. whatever. I, can, I can't tell you the tower's names. The first tower that got hit, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw, I saw the fireball like explode mm-hmm. from from the other side. And they're like, "Oh, hey!" The announcer's like, "Hey, I, uh, I think I th- think we just saw another fire. We saw, saw a fireball. Maybe that was the fuselage exploding or." Or something. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, we're getting... In the entire time, the first plane analysis, they're like talking to an FFA. I mean, uh, not an FFA. A, an airplane expert. He's like, hey, you know, what's the likelihood of a plane just getting off course? Because a lot of people reported, like, eyewitness accounts. Like, oh, it's like a Cessna. Yeah. It was like a Cessna that hit, like, mm-hmm. the, the tower. And, like you know, what's the likelihood of a of a plane just like getting get, getting off course that much, not paying attention and crashing to a you know a skyscraper? Like eh, he's like, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty pretty unlikely. And they're like, okay, we're getting reports that another another plane hit. So what's the likelihood that uh, uh, two two planes. planes would would? Yeah, that's not <laughs> that's not that's it. That's not gonna happen. And then. It was roughly, I want to say, it was almost instantaneously, but looking at the scroll along the bottom, it was like, Pentagon's on fire. Mm-hmm. And that's all it said. It was yeah. just like, well, shit. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, 
this is not this probably is gonna good. have to write more than one paper <laughs> this is not good it was like uh and then it went on for another 20 minutes or so and you're like um I think we're get, we're canceling class. We're 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 okay. Um, okay, you guys are you guys are done. And I went back to my room, and my roommate's asleep. And it's just like, fuh, 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 fuh. hey, wake up! We're under attack. Like <laughs> we're hey, we're we're fucking going to war. It's mm-hmm. like the twin tires like got planes flew into them. Pentagon's on fire. It's like shit's going down. Was this your new roommate? Or your yeah, I roommate? mean we we're freshmen. I mean. No, yeah, so my first roommate. Yeah. So we've been living together for like... Gotcha. So 9-11 affected you guys. Not even, a, not, not even a month. We were living together. And then That's a lot for any relationship to hold up. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember... I remember... He had to get shots. He had like... He wasn't diabetic. He, was had, he had some kind of allergy thing. And he would get like booster shots once a month or something like that. Okay. And I remember we were waiting for his mom... In the parking lot of the mall. Okay. And we were just sitting there and we were listening to. To still 9-11? Yeah. We were listening to George Bush's like first big address to Congress. So this can't be a 9-11. Yeah. To, to On the a, day a, After. So like the day of, I mean, he was flying around. He was not around at all. He was reading a children's book too. Uh, yes. We all saw. Actually, I, I've never seen Fahrenheit 9-11 because I just. Knew it was going to be garbage. I mean, there's plenty of other good. 9-11. Anyhow. Anyway. Uh, so we, um, yeah, we were. And when do you go to New York in this story? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. So we were in the parking lot and we were listening to George Bush's first big address mm-hmm. to Congress. Um, and we're like. We were like literally the two of us. We were sitting there like, are are we gonna get drafted? Yeah, I I remember my dad sat me down and this might have to happen. I'm like, mm, I doubt it, but I'm okay. like, is this? I mean, are we? You know, I mean, I mean, literally before that, I mean, was there a need to be drafted for the first golf? Was there a need to be drafted for Kosovo? Was there a need to be drafted for Beirut? Was there a need to be drafted? No. No, yeah, no. I and mean, the last time we had a really serious draft was Vietnam. Vietnam. I don't know if you know history, but that didn't go that well. So <laughs> it's going to be one of those things right. that they're not going to. Do you ever hear like the stories about like during World War II, like? Everybody was drafted. I mean, I mean, there was a draft for World War II, mm-hmm. but it was totally unnecessary because I thought so many people were enlisting. They were just enlisting like crazy. Yeah. After after Pearl after Harbor. Pearl Harbor, yeah. And there because a, we were pretty against World War II. There is a story of like a guy who just hadn't signed up for the draft yet, and like sheriff setting him down, <laughs> like. Really? What the fuck you doing? Get the fu- fucking sign this paper fucking right now. You're you're enlisting. That's it. That's mm-hmm. yeah. And that's kind of well, what again, I imagined. What was it going to happen? I don't know. You're trusting the information. You're trusting the media. You're trusting your government. Uh, totally I mean, different. Probably less. Than, yeah, probably less the government at that point. But um, yeah, you you would uh, you'd be surrounded by it much more, and you'd have less voices telling you. Otherwise, right. basically, right. so the group think goes along and 
I, I always wonder how many people were begrudgingly going along with it versus were like the mythical, like, oh, yes, we have to do this. Like, you know, you see in a movie, basically. Yeah. When you watch it happen, you're like, oh, my God, I, I feel this need to do it. Where, like, when it first happens, again, going back to, like, World War One, when, you know, people wouldn't pull a trigger. Yeah. Um, as that's built up over, you know, a hundred years. Sure. Um, the, the sense of, uh, the sense of being a hero, like that, that, that's been built up over that time. <sighs> yeah. It's definitely been cultivated. I mean, not that it didn't exist before World War One, as far as like war heroes and everything like that, but yeah. it's definitely been amplified in our media in all form, in all form of media that we get when it's, uh. That great paper lay song, don't, Billy, Don't Be a Hero. Well, anytime you get somebody that's going to want to go off to war and become a hero. Because I think a lot of kids like our generation, yeah. they join to go off and like be a hero in some way, shape or form. Whereas I think in World War One or, you know, the Civil War, that wasn't that wasn't the thought. It was I, like, I think it was. I think maybe, was. maybe and maybe I think after careful consideration, I think Billy Don't Be a Hero was about Civil War. I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that song? Yeah. Um, yeah. Billy. Yeah. Was that the, that wasn't the band, was it? Uh, no paper. I, I only know the paper lace version, but there's another version I couldn't tell you. I know. Thanks to Napster being able to download songs. I only know the paper lace version after, I, after I was sitting there, uh, I remember being in the car with my dad and like hearing Billy don't be a hero for the first time. I'm like, what the fuck is this song? Yeah. I'm into it. I'm digging on it hard. Yeah, it's the Civil War. Oh yeah, oh it was uh, released during the Vietnam era. Yeah, I I don't know I, because yeah. I don't think you're wrong that yeah. the idea of being a war hero, the idea of that being well, ingrained I say, in the I ki- say being a hero. I mean, the idea of dying for your country. I think that's been ample. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think more people are like, I'm ready to fucking just go tear fucking shit up. And I, that's definitely the case in our I'm generation. Ready. I'm ready to go and just, I'm ready to go, say World War II, I'm ready to go take it to those fucking Japs. And that's it. And that, I'm ready to fucking just go through and just fucking go hard. Yeah, but again, a lot of those things go back to that one event in which I don't want to get too conspiratorial on you and everything, but... Oh, That's the oh, the need oh. for those events to happen to incite that reaction to people is definitely sure. pretty proven over time. But do you think they're colluding, or do you think they just allowed it to happen? What <laughs> Pearl Harbor or uh, the World or September 11th? Yeah, I don't know. What am I talking about, Bobby? Like I wasn't there. I wasn't in New York, but uh, I definitely wasn't. <laughs> In Hawaii during Pearl Harbor. But uh, yeah, there's, sure. I mean, yes, if you want to go the conspiratorial side of it, that's that they let they let Pearl Harbor happen because they wanted a way in. Because America yeah. was actually very against going to war. I just saw, uh, it was on yeah. Reddit, um, The there was a Captain America cover uh, in the comic book of Captain America punching Hitler. Yeah, first episode. I mean, first issue. I don't know if it was the first. Yeah. Was it, it was the first a, issue? It was the first one. But there's a lot of uh, death threats and hate mail sent towards the creators of Captain America. Yeah. Um, because they didn't want they to, wanna, they, they didn't want to get into a war with Germany. Listen, world can, war one fucked a lot of people up, man. Correct. So if I'm, 
if I'm in the position of power looking to get a way into a war, I know that we need to have something. Well, I mean, even the assassination of Franz Ferdinand, which, uh, uh, yeah, that was yeah, the that one great to get band, one. Take me out. Yeah. No, to get into the Archduke Ferdinand, I think is what it was. But Franz Ferdinand is the name. Yeah, but that was to get, uh, I yes. got his, uh, but that was how we got, that was our rationale no. to get yeah, into World War I. Yeah, that's a weird, there's a, like. The battle, the the uh, Gulf of Tonkin is how we uh, justified getting into Vietnam. And the CIA has, act, or the government has actually come out and retracted that that actually ever happened. Oh, yeah. Spanish War as well? I don't know about the Spanish War. Uh, I might have just was been... the, no. That was uh, that was ginned up by uh, Herbst, right? Uh, Hearst uh, publication. Oh. Yeah, is... that's that's the saying of uh, you. Or was it the was something? The I'll of... give you the you give me the money. I'll give you the war or something like that. Yeah, what was the name of the ship that was sunk? It was. Yes, you're right. Actually, <laughs> there was, but all those major events. Hold on. What was the yeah? What ship sunk for the? Start the Spanish. Look at you writing a whole fucking sentence, complete sentence. <laughs> Spanish American War. When I search for things, I use complete sentences. That's the USS, a bad. The USS Maine. Ah, Rem- uh, where is it? The Remember the Maine? Yeah. Yep. Remember the Maine. Yeah. And the Alamo. Yeah. Again, we're looking at major events. It's pretty common yeah. for these wars to happen. Well, just like. You have tension upon tension upon tension upon tension upon tension, and then an inciting incident. Like, honestly, here it is. Here's my premonition cap. I mean, with all the stuff going on between us and China, I mean, a lot of tension between China and the United States, and, you know, we have one inciting incident that happens in the South China Sea where, you know, some destroyer gets sunk. Mm-hmm. Or, well, you know, then we got to go to war with China. That's not going to happen with this election cycle. Yeah, it won't happen with this election cycle. No. Maybe the next one. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Well, it depends on who's elected, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would. I mean, yeah. I mean, as far as like, as far as political tensions between, you know, countries. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not defending one. Uh, the amount of the amount of tension between the, the another, U.S. and China right now is it's getting hot. It's getting hot, Bobby. Well, yeah, yeah, because of you know these strange times that we've been living in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that and just like I don't know. It's been it had been boiling up before that, but it was also much more. I don't know. It's at this point, is it worth everyone's? stake to go to an actual war or is it worth doing something more kind of like what we've experienced with an economic yeah we're in an we're in a cold war right now yeah i mean that's just and that to me like yeah. if we're uh uh for both sides it would make more sense to play it out that way than to actually have like a bloody war the last thing i want to do is get in a proxy war with china though that's the thing yeah it's just like as we sit there and go back and forth about what's happening in South China Sea, what's, I mean, if there's more evidence of human rights atrocities, even well, more so, even yeah. more so, uh, what we've known and what's happened before. Um, Have you seen the videos of those? Uh, yeah, the Muslim of the camps? Uyghurs? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. insane. It's insane. Like, 
it is literally concentration camps. It's like that's, and also like the idea that the multinational corporations have so much invested. That's the other thing I think will stop a war. That's well, and be much more of a economic cold war. After after Nike backs out, after Apple backs out, after having pressure put on those companies from the administration after they win the election mm-hmm. um, to back out of manufacturing in China, which I think is like if it, this continues, because there's no way. It's not a good look. And we live in a world where the branding is we're already experiencing it today. Right. Was, I mean, today is of this recording. There've been two major league baseball games that have been canceled over the concerns of uh, testing and everything like that. Yeah. And positive tests. But then it's just a slippery slope. There's already, I've already seen articles about how stupid MLB was to start up this thing. Oh yeah. And it's, it's always going to happen. It, it, that's why there was so much of a delay for it yeah. to start up in the first place is because they knew as soon as something started happening, as soon as positive test goes in, People are going to be like, oh, you're stupid and fucking idiot for doing so. Same thing for Apple and Nike and everything like that. They can't sit back on. Everyone knows. Everyone's known for our entire lifetime that Nike has sweatshops that make their clothes. And we know about Apple and their practices and everything like that. I mean, Doug Raymer, when he went over, he was just like, oh, 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 oh. Was that Doug? But the the about face uh, about you know, look at what the NBA did. Look what the NBA did the before NBA before any of this started going on. Absolutely ridiculous. But when those Hong Hong Kong protests were going on, that's insane. They curtailed to like, a foreign I cannot, government. I cannot believe that. I mean, sitting there in and pursuit say, of a can sit there and say population. You know, everything that's happening in Hong Kong, and saying, uh, and having one owner, one owner out of the entire league saying. Free Hong Kong. One owner. I don't even think it was that. I think it was just a. There is. No, there is I don't one. remember the exact. Yeah, there tweet, is. One, there is one owner. One, yeah, I know. It was the Houston Rockets. Yeah, Houston yeah. Rockets mm-hmm. said free Hong Kong, and that caused everybody to just sit there and go. And that that was the reasoning to cancel the coverage. Uh, it was of, the threatening of canceling. No, they they, they, were, no, no, they pulled they pulled like four or five games. Um, they canceled. There was supposed to be a couple of games overseas. They, the players are already over there. That was the other part of it. Yeah. So like you, they, they canceled. They, no, they didn't cancel. They didn't or maybe cancel. they just pulled coverage over there. They might've done that. Maybe that, maybe that's, it. but they, um, but the, no, all the players were over there. A lot of the players were over there for exhibition and, games. And not and a team and not a team that was over there. You've got mm-hmm. one, one guy, one guy says this, that means you're, you're ready to shut it down. Mm-hmm. And the idea that they're going to kowtow to that is absolutely insane. And the, What's I mean, cowtail? Cowtow? No, it's a cow. It's cowtow. That might be cowtow. Cow, and it might be spelled with a K. It might be actually Japanese. Oh, have we looked this up? <laughs> no, I haven't. Have we looked this up? I Because talking about things that... uh. The fun. Talk about things that I've always thought were one thing and then found out they were another. I mean, I've yeah. never looked it up or I don't think I have, but it's cowtail, I thought was What's the way to go. That, here's the deal. Yeah, to show. Obsequious difference to. You need to look up those words now. Obsequious? Yeah. I thought you went to college, Bobby. I did. 
Um, it's a state school, though. My question is whether or not that is, what's the uh, etymology? Is it Yiddish? We're doing Yiddish here. Yeah, promptly obedient or submissive to the will of another. Okay. And, okay. So I'm not a huge fan of Ted Cruz, like the senator from Texas. But him trying to pressure, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the owner of? The Houston Rockets? No, not the other one. Uh, what's his name? My Shark Tank. Oh, Mark Cuban? Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. Him trying to pressure, hey, say, I mean, say what's going on in China is bad. And not being able to say it's bad, mm-hmm. that's a problem. I mean, especially such a, a outspoken person like Mark Cuban. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, a problem. And also, I, mean, I don't want to, like, conflate this with, if you don't say the words Islamic jihadist terrorists are the problem, if you don't say that exact phrase, you're a bad person. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I there's a, there's a weird, there was a weird... Like you had to say the exact, you know, phrase. You had to. You had walk. to say this passcode. Otherwise, you're for Islamic. Yeah. You're, you're ready for to fall under jihadist rule. Correct. And they were all put in a situation of ha- having to toe the party line. But right. towing the party line meant kind of blatantly um, not standing up for free speech. I think right. is what it came down to. It was like the dollar over the uh, over free right. speech and. What? How would they, they can't necessarily say that they support China in the Hong Kong protest, nor can they necessarily say they support yeah. the Hong Kong protest and maintain China. Is this like uh, Jordan saying Republicans buy uh, Nikes too? Uh, no, that was much more of a stand than <laughs> than, uh, than what any player took. I mean, I forget what LeBron said about it. Um, but again, a lot, a lot of uh, nothing speak. You know, where you just sure. you're just talking and. Not really saying anything, but it's enough of a sound clip to get them asking another question. But, yeah. Um, it's Latin, by the way. Obsequious. Yes. Obsequious, yeah. yes. It's Latin. To be obscure. Yeah. Um, no, compliant and oh. obedient. Oh, well. Prompt to serve, meekly compliment with the will, uh, yeah, will or wishes of another. So, well, we found that out. But kowtow. It's not kowtow. A lot of people, I think, say cowtail. Does yeah. cowtail mean anything? Uh, cowtail is a an old candy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a. Also, what's the other one? What's the other cowtail? There's another cowtail is the uh, chocolate covered version. Mm-hmm. Slowpoke. Slowpoke. Slowpoke is the. Look at this candy here. Is the it's like a hard caramel. Slowpoke is like a car, hard caramel that is, it, it's like you take a piece of taffy. Oh, yeah. Uh, the ones I conssumed as a child were on a stick. I that's think. a grandma, that's a grandma, candy yeah. Right yeah, that's it. And then, oh, do I have them backwards? Do I have them backwards? And then a and cowtail, cowtail is just, I thought the cowtail was a chocolate covered version. I thought, uh, no, what was the, yeah, yeah no? I mean, that's okay. a, All that's right. not chocolate. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a chocolate covered slowpoke that I'm familiar with. I don't know. Cowtails, there's a, there's a chewy chocolate 
uh, caramel maybe, cocktail. Maybe that's it. Maybe you I just had know. some variety in your life back then, you know. Also, Chico Sticks. Uh, Chico Stick is actually really good. I, I, I fell into those yeah. late in life. I'd never heard of them, and then oh, yeah. a buddy of mine was like, they'd only be sold at like one gas station. They were always sold, like, for me at um, Farm and Home. Okay. Farm and Home was the was the one of the hardware stores back for your Crescent. farm and home needs. Yeah, real you need, literal. You need to get a Chico stick. A yeah, Chico, a Chico stick. Sometimes they had the little bite sized Chico sticks, which I enjoyed later. Oh on. yeah, those are nice. And then I grew up and I realized that Chico stick is actually just like the inside of a Butterfinger. Yep. <laughs> that, yeah. took, that took me a while to. Here's the deal. Uh, I think the ratio to chocolate to inside of the Chico stick. Of a butterfinger is is off. I don't I don't like it. A lot of people don't like a butterfinger. Well, it's gets you want to talk about like getting stuck in your teeth. Yeah, that's it. What like, was the last candy bar you ate? Oh, probably a Snickers. I broke my fucking tooth on a Snickers. It was like ridiculous. Made you me angry. Really broke your tooth? Like apparently, tur- turning thirty seven means everything. Thirty six just means like everything fucking falls apart. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think I got a torn rotator cuff. Okay. I've had a sciatica mm-hmm. in the past, nerve damage, and uh, what was the other thing? Uh, there's one more thing that's really like fucked up. Your tooth. And then yeah, and then also like in May or June, I was sitting there and I was chewing a Snickers, and then I was chewing, and then I got done eating it, and I'm like. Wow, my tooth feels weird. What the fuck's going on here? And then looked in the fucking mirror. Sure enough, I had a fucking hunk of my tooth missing. That's that, crazy. Yeah. And went to the dentist, and the dentist is like, yeah, that's totally normal. Like, as far as like tooths getting chipped and shit, it's your back, your back molars. Think about a pair of pliers. All the tension and everything is at the back. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where you crack. No them. pain, though, with it. No pain with it. Like, I lived with it for a week and a half because I had a couple shoot. Like, I had shit to do. I couldn't take time off to go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, went and filled it in with some bullshit. But I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And you know it was the Snicker bars that did it? Uh, yeah, because, like, you know, caramel, caramel and nuts got caught up in the back there. Yeah. And <laughs> it was like, oh, Jesus. I'm, like... I feel, I feel fine. Like, you know, I can go out and, you know, am I sore after golfing? Yeah. Am I, you know, if I go jog a little bit, is that going to hurt me? No. But like. Could you handle war at this time? (laughs) That's an excellent question. So the other, so was it, it was yesterday, yesterday for some reason. Me avoiding work around the house. And at this question. And at this question. <laughs> uh, can I go to work? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think, it, you know, could I get in two months? In a month and a half, could I get into... Could you do it? Uh, c- could I kill a man and look him right in the eye as his What life? would you need? What 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 kind of... What kind of... Uh, what event would need to happen that you would feel that motivated outside of someone telling you that you, you had to? A collapse of society. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay uh, so like yeah a couple months um yeah but for the collapse of society uh yeah okay yeah. i mean we're closer oh, that to i'd a, have to join the war i mean no no no, war. no just for your motivation because i you know i I'm, i think i'm right there with you i think yeah would, i think we take the total breakdown of, of society, society and then it'd be to... like 
Okay, yeah, we're never coming back from this. Uh, yeah, I get it. I literally have to really focus on my cardio right now. <laughs> I gotta really. I'm gonna start doing some laps here because I don't think we're coming back from this. Yeah, I need to be able to right now to run two miles nonstop uh, within 20 minutes. That's is this I'm, a lot of your uh, zombie prep coming into play, or is it is it different? Yeah, there's some with, of that. There's with some society of society collapsing. I mean. I mean like honestly, um, well, the the movie Zombieland, which I know you've never seen. Yeah, I've seen Zombieland. Oh, you know, you only watched it once though. Yeah, you only watched. Like Got the cardio, yeah, that's that's huge. Like mm-hmm. being able to. But there's more with the society collapsing. That the the resources are much well, more finite. Well, I, under, than I understand zombie. that. Well, two things. Yes, the re, like finite resources. Also, uh, like. The collapse of society can happen. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse is a a much farther off thing that probably won't happen. I think. At this point, what we're in July of 2020, so I, don't like, underestimate. I remember thinking, you know, it'd be great. You know, it'd be interesting if everybody who had COVID, um, in like three months after they've had COVID, like mm-hmm. turned into zombies. That's that's an interesting story. Yeah. Like it's a weird slow moving. We'd get a, at least a zombie apocalypse because that's the one thing. If we get just a shit show collapse of the economy and society, right. that's going to be much more sad than zombies. Yeah. I, I think just zombies would be more fun. I, I've always struggled with but we'll making. I mean, I've always struggled with the collapse of society. It's something I'm never really ready for. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just got to stay on your toes. Stay on your toes. You know, I've tried to think of, uh, f- for fiction-wise, um, what would make a interesting collapse of society? I, I mean, <sighs> Mad Max, the, the first Mad Max movie, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. I mean, as far as, like, movies go, Mad, the first Mad Max movie, as we see that slow, you know, we can, if, if, you, if you squint, you can see the utter chaos of the future. Also, if you squint, you can see the normalcy of the past. Mm-hmm. And it's that weird, it's that weird halfway point, which I, you know, it's normal for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody like everybody's moved on with their normal day uh, for the past, you know, four or five years or whatever. Right. Uh, but you can see, I mean, ha- I mean, having the four, you know, having seen the future within the future movies. Um, you can see where it's going. Right. But you kind of know where it's been as mm-hmm. well. And that's why I, I love that, that tipping. It's not a tipping point. It's a, it's a halfway point. And I love, I love those movies. It's the current situation we're all in right now as we're heading towards this inevitable. <laughs> right. Uh, like, I don't, the not good movie. Um, I am legend. The mm-hmm. Will Smith Movie, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, based off of uh, fuck, what's his name? Now I'm a dick for not remembering that guy's name. The guy who wrote the novella, I Am Legend. Anyway, mm-hmm. you, sh- you should go look him up. He's really good. Okay, I'll look him up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but the Will Smith version of that movie, where you know, there's the scenes where society's collapsing, and it's like that for me. <sighs> Is is the interesting stuff? Richard, Richard Matheson. Richard Richard Matheson yeah. is, uh, you know, that guy. He's a really interesting character, and he wrote a lot of really good stuff. 
and in a lot of like early Twilight Zone, okay. Richard Matheson wrote a lot of. And also, you know, <clears throat> anyhow. So those transition points, I, I, I'm, I'm interested and I don't think I see enough of those transition points in movies. We, I agree. We, we, yeah, jo- we, we join we up join with the, when it comes after this, at, after the stuff. That's the thing with like The Walking Dead or any really post-apocalyptic movie. There's not a lot of time in a movie to get into all that. Right. Um, but even a, even a show like The Walking Dead where I'm like, okay, I want to see actually, I don't want to wake up in a coma with Rick and then go on. Yes. I would like to see the buildup. And I think they did that with the... Um, with Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. No, see, I I got angry with it. Because it the goes right Dead. away. No, I mean, no, for me, I it mean, was like, there was a jump of like a month in, or two months in time and see, in Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that sucks. You I know, think, oh, here they are. They're living their normal life, in, but they're under military um, control. What's the what's the what's the fancy word? They're under uh, martial law. Mm-hmm. You know, I, oh, I kind of want to. I want to live in that world a little bit, where all we're hearing is rumor and speculation, and maybe a little bit of seeing like, oh, hey, no, I saw it. Like, what's so and so's dad? Whatever. You know, I loved it. Give yourself a couple months. We'll you'll you'll experience it. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, and that's I I love I love that stuff. Um, so anyway, so I I wrote a not I didn't write. It's there's nothing actually written. I mean I wrote a rough outline <laughs> of a movie uh, about a uh, a billionaire who has built a compound mm-hmm. in the um, in like the Rocky Mountains. Um, I, th- uh, I think the it, government's already beat you there, but anyway, no, well, but I, part of the, part of my yeah. thinking it, and it was never spelled out was that he actually was able to quarantine. I mean, like, like section, off. section off, you know, a hundred acres inside Yosemite or, or, uh, yellow, uh, Yellowstone, Yellowstone and be able to the Kevin Costner show. <sighs> no, no, he wasn't there. That's yeah, not what that Kevin, Cost- Kevin Costner should, should show up anyway. And, he, and he'd build a survival compound where he would be able to get there by helicopter and ride out the apocalypse. Well, people do that with like, like old abandoned silos or like yes. hollowed out solid, yes. silos. Yes. Yes. Like uh, but people don't. Yeah. But this is like hidden away. Yeah. It's he's a billionaire. Yeah. You've already explained it, this. Yes. So everything's going to be and, for and him. It, but again, you know me, I love the affordable luxury and if I can hollow out a silo. (laughs) Yes, do it. Uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, The interesting thing was for my story was that uh, like he would hire, he'd bring in just airlift in like Polynesian people, Mm -hmm. have them work for two weeks building the place and then get a whole nother hundred Polynesians and, or, or, you know, just add an, I mean, middle of nowhere, just mm-hmm. day laborers, uh-huh. so they'd have no clue where they are or or anything. Yeah, just just to build it, just then, just to build it. Um, that that reminds me of a yeah, it's a conspiratorial story of a of a guy whose dad basically was yeah. He was brought into a secret room one day, and he never Ooh. talked about it. And the guy, it was on a podcast I was listening to, and um, he he remembers being taken down uh like a spiral yeah um 
like a spiral roadway kind of thing. Like you'd have another yeah, parking lot. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he described it'd be like it would just kept going down and down and down and down and down. It felt like we were going down forever. And he had been working at this company. I forget. I'm being very paraphrasing of this, but basically. Rockwell Collins. He, um, he, he basically was that. shown this technology that he had never seen before and was asked to work on it. Oh. Never spoke about it. Hold, held on to it until Are his death. Are you talking deathbed. about Bob Lazar? Not Bob Lazar, no. That sounds like Bob Lazar's story. Well, it's not Bob Lazar, um, but... Uh, Is your dad Bob Lazar? No, no. Oh. But uh, this guy, he, he, he uh, on his deathbed, he, he, uh, he told this he to his son. The story. But he held on to it forever. And yeah. It's things like, those things exist. Those things exist and people are shown saying, things. I'm not saying they don't exist. But again, like murdering somebody or eating somebody along the way, it'd be hard to just bring up and tell somebody. Or hey, uh, By know. the way, you know, speaking of peanut butter and jelly sandwich, one time I was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich when I was on my lunch break, my dinner break, uh, when I was building this underground bunker with alien mm-hmm. technology. Yeah, it exists. And at the end of the day. Yeah, this could be a podcast. This could be a podcast. It, it not made with alien technology. No. No. But like murdering somebody or eating somebody or, you know, seeing alien technology, it'd be hard to just bring up in casual conversation. Yeah. It's, I mean, something you don't bring up in casual conversation. It's just like, hey, uh, you know, this peanut butter jelly sandwich I'm eating, it's pretty tasty. It reminds me of this one time when I was building a, a bunker with alien technology and I was eating a peanut butter sandwich. So, you know, alien technology exists as well as this delicious peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. And so does. This podcast. I mean, because <laughs> at the end of the day, 